Welcome back to the seventh episode of Why Dawson. I'm Saba. And I'm Paige. And today we're here with Emily Chanowski. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so our first question for you, pretty broad, okay. but why Dawson? Um, yes, I was going to say I kind of I grazed the questions but left them open-ended right. so I could be more spontaneous. Um, why Dawson? I Well, the very practical answer was that I moved out for an exchange summer semester and uh, met a friend who was actually an Australian person um, who was doing also an exchange at Simon Fraser. And they introduced me to a new friend of theirs who had been living in Dawson, who said it's this like amazing amalgamation of artists and and locals and and everything and and just that it was like a really unique kind of multi-pop interesting community and I thought oh that sounds really cool and she said you know there's no big box stores or you know billboard signs and I thought oh that sounds really neat and kind of what I'm looking for and I was 21 at the time so it was kind of sky's the limit for me Mm -hmm. and yeah and then I kept it in my mind and finished my undergrad and found a job at kayak there was a summer arts camp position and I applied for it online and and had an interview like I think my day the day of my graduation oh wow and yeah and moved up here we are since yes I've I've come and gone quite a bit yeah you know I've you know I wouldn't say I'm like a local local because I I travel a lot and Mm -hmm. don't spend a lot of winters here so I'm cautious with that but I definitely yeah but I definitely uh, and I'm definitely not from here but I it is a it is a home for me for sure yeah I mean well you just said why you came out here yeah but what's made you stay here Mm. um that's also so complicated I guess I I don't know if other people have said that too no I mean What's made me stay here? So many things. Um, Definitely the people. Uh, Obviously, I met my current partner for seven years, and it's a a home for him. Um, And work. I've had the same job for the last four years up here consistently. And I think also just, yeah, just there isn't really anywhere like this that I've been. So... Mm -hmm. I think there is a magneticism to it, which is a blessing and a curse at times. But <laughs> it's sort of what just I've just fallen into that rhythm, and that's what I've been doing for all this time. Yeah. So, yeah. So, how is creating art here different from other places that you've been? Hmm. And is that kind of another reason to stay? Hmm. Well, this year is unique, obviously mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. everybody. Um, around the world, but um, I, in the sense that we've found studio space, a few of, lucky a few of us, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't take that for granted in the slightest because it's been a huge challenge to make work up here because of space, and, and housing is already a challenge here, so never mind an extra, you know, an extra space. Yeah. Um, so finding a studio space has made it more possible to make work. However, the kind of buzz of the town, actually, I find a really challenging setting mm-hmm. for for making work because I find it so social and so uh, alive mm-hmm. and 
somebody that needs to kind of be really quiet to make. It's actually kind of a challenge. Yeah, I'm curious. I wonder how you found it. I mean, maybe if I just came up and that was my intention. Mm -hmm. But definitely things are always coming up. And there's always something to do. And there's always someone stopping by. And you're always running into someone on the street. And, yeah, it's it's hard to tune all that out and get to making. So I don't know if this is my most productive space, but it's definitely an inspiring space. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, How long have you been here and where are you originally from? From the Big Smoke, Toronto. Um, Yep. Big Smoke. Um, Yep. A few generations back. Quite proud to be from Toronto, even though I know it has a bad reputation across up Canada, here, yeah. up here, and, and in lots of parts of Canada. Yeah. But I think it's a fantastic place. Um, obviously, it has its problems, but yeah, but yeah. Um, and I've been coming up here for seven years. Yeah. So, um, being in Dawson, moving from Toronto, did you mm-hmm. move right to here from Toronto? I moved from Nova Scotia, from Halifax, where right. I did my undergrad. Yeah. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. How, so has like the scenery in Dawson and kind of the materials that you use changed since being here? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Like when I was in Nova Scotia, I was doing a very like critical theory heavy, you know, degree where yeah. I was writing all the time. Yeah. And then art making, I was making like you know audio installations mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, and since living here since doing my MFA in the UK yeah. in Scotland which has not like not the same scenery but there's some similarities mm-hmm. to the highlands in here yeah. I've definitely been and and because of the focus on um, on foraging and on you know, obviously a respect for the land that I didn't experience in Toronto mm-hmm. um, I've definitely zeroed in on that in a different way and I feel really uh, privileged to be able to do that yeah so, yeah, that answers that question. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you touched on it a bit, like, the town's very social um, mm-hmm. and like, community-driven. Yeah. Would you say that's influenced your work and, like, the good and bad in that? It's funny. In some ways, my work has become more, kind of, well, a bit of both. When I was doing audio installations in Nova Scotia, it was I was interviewing people around me, mm-hmm. and it was so it was in that sense quite community focused. But then, as I was say, as I was sort of thinking through that question, the materials that I'm using are very much sort of community materials in the sense that I got sheep's wool from a farmer that lives downriver, mm-hmm. gifted to me for free. Um, the dump, my number mm-hmm. one resource also mm. gifted yeah. you know dumped however you want to look <laughs> at it right and then even like lots of artists up here who've been influential to me like Jackie Olson as a you know a pulp maker mm-hmm. you know, I don't know Jackie personally but I know she does that and that's something that so probably unconsciously that's influenced me people sort of collecting yeah. uh, plant matter and, and considering it in different ways Sue Parsons is another person who gave me some willow bark at some point, like lots of people have have contributed in their way, yeah. so that yeah that 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 is a community. I mean, it's a sort of both self centered and also and also community based, depending how you look at it. And then even my my floating sculpture 
was in a dredge pond that I had to sort of ask various governing bodies for permission to use. I didn't, maybe I didn't technically have to, but wanted to mm-hmm. ask the First Nation, ask Trans North, which is the helicopter mm-hmm. uh, company that's right beside the pond where I was setting up, <laughs> ask the Yukon government, just sort of check in with people. And that's, that's something I've really learned in this town. I mean, kind of grew up with that mind frame anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. but to sort of consider because it's yeah. such a small place, it will immediately affect everybody, everything you do well. And that pressure, you yeah. know, <laughs> art making, it could just be living in your, depending what you're making, yeah. it could just be living in a studio, but here, no, it, it, it's, out there for everybody to see so you yeah. kind of do yeah. have to consider that in many different ways yeah, yeah. And we were going to ask you more about your material when we went to come tour your studio mm. it kind of seemed like you had these pieces of material and small bits and you were kind of putting putting them back together like you had this one thing it was kind of a, a, a mache of wood chips and mm-hmm. you're kind of like putting it putting it back together and you know, your process with, like, taking a thing and making it whole, like, mm-hmm. can you describe to us a little bit more about that? Yeah, I think that's, I really like what you said about the small bits yeah. kind of being amalgamated, because I do basically just look for material that sparks some kind of interest in, for my eye, and yeah. already has this, like, incredible integrity, but is probably discarded or just sort of extra, mm-hmm. like, I'm really interested in the extra, because it's like I, I think I said this to you when we spoke like I don't I do feel I have a lot of complicated feelings about objects like mm-hmm. we probably all should at this point <laughs> yes but I also still think there is there is room for objects like they and it's just sort of reimagining where they fit at this point because maybe because also I work in such an intangible space which is mm-hmm. a digital space and there's room for that too but yeah so Kind of finding these discarded pieces like artists have done for so long and and finding a way to kind of bring them together in and on and around other objects yeah i don't know i mean there's so much that's unexplainable about sculpture but yeah that somehow makes sense to me and then just having people interact with that just even be curious about it is 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 uh, the hope yeah mm-hmm. Well, back to when we came to see your studio, mm. the first thing that I saw was this like wire circle with like mache on it. Mm-hmm. And I said that I liked it, and you were like, oh, I don't like it on the white wall. Like, mm. I like it. And then we saw images of it out in nature. Yes. Um, so I guess I'm asking like your opinion or like feelings towards like the white cue mm-hmm. in quotes versus like out in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess. I mean, it's like you could write five PhDs mm-hmm. on the like, yeah. cube, obviously people have, but yeah, and I, I sort of, it just doesn't, it doesn't, I don't really relate to it. I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes, hopefully my work gets shown in some <laughs> yeah. of those spaces, because that's, you know, there's like that stamp of whatever in some of those spaces. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. yeah. Um, and unfortunately, that's how our world is structured. That's a whole other conversation, but I... Yeah, I think, again, like finding these extra, extra bits around that, that are kind of exciting or, mm-hmm. or uh, uh, sensual in some way that they kind of make sense in the setting that I found them. Like mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't think I'm like some, you know, magician or something. I'm <laughs> yeah. just sort of trying to 
cultivate my eye and, and try and, yeah, bring some kind of new light to existing materials. So I think having them in a, like, sort of on a slight, slight, I think also because my palette is pretty, like, specific to where I am. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So having just sort of, like, that subtlety is also something I'm trying to cultivate mm -hmm. with the work. And I think, I, I mean, Dawson, like, the sort of palette of Dawson lots of like it's you know it's there aren't tons of vibrant colors and there aren't it, it, the landscape is is kind of there's some drabness to it yeah in a way yeah but it's or not. camouflage you know yeah I mean when the colors come out the colors as they call them they come out in the fall yeah. that then that vibrancy comes out but I think there's something about camouflage that people love up here for lots of reasons <laughs> yeah and, you know and I think that's I mean yeah, so maybe I, I'm interested in working with that a bit, and being outside just brings that out. There's something more subtle about it, is I think what I'm trying to say. Yeah. In a white cube, it's very much contrast. It's, mm -hmm. you know, like, unless you're putting up a white painting, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's, yeah. it's uh, going to stand out and be the focus. And maybe, yeah, that material is not always the, it, it, it's part of it. It's a part of a whole, it's a part right. of many things that's kind of the yeah the essence of what I'm trying to do if that makes sense yeah blank spaces and always the right context yeah, yeah. totally it's like yeah. it's like look at this and, like, <laughs> and look at that or don't look at that like as though white is a non-space which of course we yeah. all know that's not true yeah. hopefully some many of us do you know so you know that's that's sort of the dominant message too and then this other piece in the middle of it is yeah I don't I, yeah it just doesn't it doesn't work for me at this at this point yeah. Yeah. I have a question kind of off of that mm. of um like the thing that was floating in the pond mm -hmm. or the piece that I just talked about that we saw on a rock. Do you think like having them out in those spaces then makes it some kind of performance or like a living mm. thing versus in like a rigid space? Yeah. Or a for studio. Sure. For sure. Yeah, no, I think that's a great question. I do see my work as alive because a lot of the time it is from organic material but even the synthetic stuff yeah I see maybe because it's kind of because I'm, I'm so interested in circular <laughs> circular shapes and I think circular things feel more alive mm -hmm. um yes you know and so or like a tangle like there's yeah. something mess feels more yeah. alive mm -hmm. than something that's kind of perfect because yeah. of obvious reasons yeah. so yeah I think I always and maybe because you put your so much physical labor into the work mm -hmm. that then it does take on a life of its own and definitely the, the floating sculpture because of the very probable chance of decay it was so obviously alive yeah. to me in that in that sense and interacting with whatever was living in the dredge pond. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. We're going to ask you about your work. <laughs> Love that. I'm writing down the number of questions. Yes. <laughs> yes, I love it. Um, sorry. Oh, yeah. no, that's fine. Um, we're just going to ask you about your art and kind of relationship to your heritage mm. and being a woman, it's like some of your work is like traditionally considered women's mm. artistry, you know, right? Like sure. The weaving and sure. That. 
Do you have anything to say about that? I think, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, it seems really obvious to me almost. Like, you know, people always, like in my crits and Mormon, people would always bring that up. Right. And it's not, like, I think textiles, like, I don't see myself as a textile artist. No. Um, I have so much respect for textile art, and I think it's, yeah, it's so immeasurable. It's amazing. Um, but I'm not trained like that way, and right. I and I don't stick to that kind of. It, there's very mm-hmm. much a formula to making a textile in an amazing way. I think. I guess yeah. What do I think about that? Of course, I'm I identify as a woman, and I'm making this work, and that's that's already occupying a really specific important mm-hmm. space, yeah. and that's sort of political already, and. Pleased that that way has been paved for me. I'm very grateful. So I don't mean to be kind of glib about about it. But I think now there's even more to kind of wade through there and and that. Yeah, I'm just interested in sort of how. Yeah, it's so hard to, to, to think about. That how organic material kind of takes over from takes over identity or where like I think identity is so important to art making that it's sort of immediate like that's almost if I made it and my name is on it then that's just immediately like my identity is already tacked onto it yeah but the work I'm hoping that the work also has its own kind of life like you were talking about and that the materials that I use also are sort of considered in their own right, I guess. Um, And definitely my heritage is important to me in lots of ways, and and I think about it more and more as I get older, Mm -hmm. and I think because we're in a moment where people are thinking so much about where they come from and, yeah, and how the world's received them. Yeah, and it was very important to my family, always. But, yeah, and I think... So, of course, the material culture of, of my background is interesting to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then how I develop as a person, like, yeah. outside of that is, or obviously we're never outside of our identity. So, it's, <laughs> yeah. you know, you have to be so careful with your words. But, yeah, I think it's not outside of it, but it's sort of as I, as I grow into my own individual. Mm-hmm. What, do, what, kinds of, what kind of material culture do I surround myself with? You know, I'm mm-hmm. not like I said. I'm not from Dawson, yeah. you know, and so I'm. I know I'm a guest, and kind of negotiating my relationship with material in that context too. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, like living close to the Jewish cemetery, right? Because I do. I don't know if you've been there, but it's mm-hmm. an interesting spot to visit. There's one gravestone there, um, where like this guy Solomon Packer was came up during the gold rush. That was like actually fairly significant yeah. um, Jewish population that came up. But I think some years ago, maybe like four or five years ago, a group of people tried to kind of like dig out the graves. Like they were kind of yeah. like decimated, like just from time because they wanted to maintain them. Yeah, so I don't know. You think about those kinds of things as you leave your own, your home and your, your you know, the people you've been surrounded by and you come to a place where there aren't, aren't as many people that you 
people from your from you know your cultural yeah, community and that yeah. that becomes I mean yeah it's mm -hmm. more pronounced for sure that's kind of that subtlety you were talking about before of you know as opposed to look at this look at this yes. it's kind of just it's yes. your your identity is in it instead of having to put it in an artist statement totally <laughs> totally and I think that, you know I don't mean to I hope it doesn't come across no. like I'm saying that people shouldn't do that because I think that's really important and mm -hmm. I I think it's privileged not to have to in a way no. also it just makes sense but like, yeah, yeah it does yeah. for sure yeah and I think yeah there's we all have our particular voice yeah. and it's important to use it when when it's necessary yeah um, yeah but I think I'm still I think that's a lifelong thing I'm still kind of working out yeah how to how to kind of negotiate that and where that fits in mm -hmm. when it when it's useful and and when it's not about me, those kinds of yeah. those kinds of negotiations. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, last but not least, <laughs> yeah. Why Dawson? Oh yes, right. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Did we already ask circle. that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm paying attention. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why Dawson? I mean, it's funny. You know, I I don't think about it in the way that, like, it's really hard. It's a really hard question for me to answer, mm -hmm. to be honest. Mm -hmm. I think part of me is like, my God, why, Dawson? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. and then another part of me is like, oh my gosh, I'm, wow, how did I end up here? This is, this is so unique, and, yeah. and, and uh, um, especially right now, during COVID, it, it's, you know, I don't think we're exempt, and I think that's a annoying people yeah <laughs> I think the opting out that happens here sometimes drives me nuts mm -hmm. maybe being from a place where that hopefully people still opt out in Toronto I'm not saying they don't but we're surrounded by so many people and you sort of have to see that see yourself within that larger yeah context and sometimes being here you feel like you're on another planet I don't know if, no, if you guys feel that way but yeah so sometimes it's like oh yeah it's happening down there yeah, and I, I find that really hard. Yeah, but other times I think, oh my gosh, the things that are happening here couldn't happen in another place. Anywhere else, yeah. And that's probably why Dawson, yeah, because it's like, wow, we can. There are changes that can be made here. There are, and the kind of chain of effect and affect that are that I experience on a daily basis is really grounded in a, a strong reality, even though sometimes I feel like I'm on mushrooms or something. <laughs> yeah, like, what yeah. is going on? You know? So yeah, I think that why Dawson is like the, the challenge of it for me, because I do find it challenging. I really mm -hmm. do. And, and maybe like the light and yes. Yeah. And just sort of the unexplainable of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. That, that was perfect. Okay. Um, is there a way that you want to plug yourself? Oh. Oh gosh. Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Plug myself, like my like, like your my Instagram content. or your oh, website. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, you can just say, you can just Google whatever. They'll find my website. I mean, 
they can look up my website if they want, emmajanelsky.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Should I say that? Do you want me to say it out loud? I, you just did. Okay. So, they got it. Um, find or not. Cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm on Instagram, but I don't really post that much. Yeah, I just kind of sure. creep on it. <laughs> I have some posts, but I'm not, it's not like my art yeah. account or something. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you want to find us, we're Y Dawson on Instagram and Facebook. I'm Saba. And I'm Paige. And that was Emily. Thanks. Bye. Bye.